Hi, we're at Fairfields on the Game On podcast. And normally at this point, I say, come on, Charlie Bill. But no, he's in Rome, for goodness sake, Ethan. What's he doing? <laughs> well, yeah, no, Charlie has a, a role with the ECFA, which is the English colleges. And it's meant that he's away on, on, uh, on a tour in Rome. Yeah, so he's, he's absent. He was absent Sunday for the Gillingham game. But we had him on FaceTime after, so so it was a great little occasion. I, I know that he was listening in to Chris's commentary, so it was great he stayed connected to it. Um, I think he was actually in a team meeting at the time, so he was just trying to hold hold his emotions. But um, yeah, we managed to FaceTime him after, and he's, he's absent this week, but but back in for, for Sunday against London Bees. What's great about this is Charlie's able to grow his own professional career as well, but also, and that's got to have a knock-on effect on his future career as well as the career right here, right now. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's a it's a great opportunity for him. Well deserved. He's a, he's a top top coach, and and I think um, not only does he show that here, he shows that with them, and 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 is doing really well. So we're really pleased um, for him to to have that opportunity and be doing so well with it. Now, the last time we spoke was in season one. It was. When you're a goalkeeping coach. Now you still are the goalkeeping coach, right? Yeah, yeah, I am, I am. Yeah, got many a many a different roles, many a different titles within the within the squad. I think Luther Van Dross, yeah, I'm a, a part of a tribute act for Luther Van Dross. Well, I, I sing one song and I sing it relentlessly. Um but yeah, no, uh, man of many jobs. Wow. There we go. It's all kids. It's all kids. Yeah. So look, um let, let's talk about these last three games then. Uh that we just had. Four points from three games. Does that make you disappointed or are you happy with that? You know what, it's, it's a tough ask. And three games in seven days is, is relentless. It's mentally and physically draining for the squad. And, and I think, look, by all by all accounts, you, you look at the performances and you look at Watford and, and to, to narrowly lose out on that game, kind of one of the, uh, a fantastic strike at the death of the game to, to beat us. And, and then obviously on the Thursday, Tough conditions with most players travelling an hour and a half, two hours to a, to a midweek game after a full day's worth of work. It's an incredibly challenge, uh, a challenging ask of them. And, and look, they rose to the challenge. We went ahead of the game twice. We, 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 um, yeah, we were brilliant for the most part of it. But unfortunately, a couple of kind of moments where, where we maybe lacked a little bit of concentration and, and conceded. But look, to come away from, from that with a point is, is fantastic. A, a point that... A couple of weeks prior, Oxford didn't manage themselves, and, and we know the qualities that, that Oxford possess, and they they struggled under those conditions themselves. So massive credit to the team for that, and then and then obviously um, yeah, Sunday's performance at Gillingham. Uh, what a what a day it was. Um, again, a long travel for most, um, and and that's a challenge in itself. But I think as soon as we arrived. Um, we, we knew what we were going to get from the players. They were ready for war. They were ready for, to fight, to make amends for the for three weeks prior when, when we played them here at Fairfield and and, uh, and that 2-0 loss, I think. Um, but no, a fantastic, fantastic showing from an incredible group. Fair to remember to some of these players, they've been working all week, like you say, they've been working all day. Then they've got to go out and do the, do the job of a, a footballer um, and try and win at... It can't be easy for any of the players, maybe. No, I can't. I can't imagine so. I, I think. Listen, we we look at the squad and we think the commitment from them all is is second to none. I mean, they they obviously not not many of them are local, so they're travelling in. Even kind of things for training, uh, getting in twice a week for training is a huge ask. But 
but um, they all managed to do it. They, they put the time aside, they really dedicate themselves towards it. And, and even some do a lot away from training as well. And that shows on a game day when, the, when they're able to, to last for the full entirety of it and, and play the way that we want to, which is, which is pressing with intensity, which is moving the ball quickly and, and, and hopefully giving the support is a, a good game of football. So let's go back to that Watford game. Uh, it was gutting. That last goal was amazing, by the way, but that it was gutting. But we played so much better than the, the previous time that we met Watford. Were we better or did they just not expect us to be like that? Yeah, you know what? I think the thing that, that Watford have is quality and depth. Obviously, uh, being a tier two outfit last season, um, they came they came down but retained most of their quality and most of that that cha- those championship players. I mean, even adding to that squad with with the likes of kind of Bianca Baptiste, who who was playing for Spurs, um, obviously prior. And look, I think they were a really really good outfit. In all honesty, I think credit credit to the group. We did a lot of prep on them. The, the first game, um, they. They happened to actually change their shape. So what we were expecting of them was slightly different to, to what we actually got on the day. And I think that threw us a little bit as a squad and took a little bit of time to, to regroup. Um, and we, we managed to do so at half time. But at that point, it was a, it was an even bigger mountain to climb and, and unfortunately found ourselves in that losing position. But I think credit to them all for, for last Sunday's performance. And, and I think the one thing that, that stands out for me is grit. So the word grit, and I think they showed that every single individual on that pitch, putting maximum effort and putting a really hard fought performance. I haven't come away from a game yet feeling like we haven't put in 100%. We've just been unlucky. You know what I mean? There's moments of, like you say, like just football, right? But I haven't been unhappy. And even when we're at like Cheltenham, there was a moment there where I just saw a team that was like, it's freezing, but we're going to do this, right? Um, um, and that is, um, that is a testament to MK, right? Yeah, no, no, testament to the group. Um, as you say, freezing to the bone. We, we were on the sideline too. And, and uh, no, definitely the, feel, uh, the, the players were feeling that too. But I think what they have is, is well, well, what we have as a group is, is core values. And I think... The, the one thing that stands out for me is the fact that we live by them. Um, w- one of them being togetherness and unity. And I think through tough moments, we show that w- without a shadow of a doubt. And in those moments kind of conceding and, and where the momentum of the game potentially flipped, I think we managed that superbly. And one thing that, that we did well is, is stayed as a collective, um, stayed focused and, and managed to to grind out that, that one point. Inevitably, you're gutted because like when you're doing so well all along and then suddenly the other team nips it in the bud and they're happy because it's a home game, they get a draw, happy as. But I was happy with the point, really, because it's thought this is like, this is a moment where it's going to be be okay, do you know what I mean? And then we get to Gillingham on Sunday and I don't know, their first half looked very fatigued from a done side. Is that unfair to say? No, I think I think that's completely fair. Um, in, in all honesty, look, it's a tough ask. Most of them players kind of stayed the same within the three games. We had we had a few kind of coming off the bench and being impact players and, and massively affecting those games in, in a positive way. But I think for for the most, they played a lot of minutes, tired, leggy um, feelings going into that game. Took us kind of as you mentioned 
45 minutes really to, to get ourselves going, get ourselves into that game. And then by the stroke of half time, we really saw kind of a bit of a second wind, I would say, um, in the performance and, and to obviously go on and score the goal. And look, Molly Cooper does what Molly Cooper does best. I mean, it, look, that's not to overshadow kind of everybody else's hard work and the late save from Chloe to keep the clean sheet. I think a fantastic, fantastic performance and, and one that they've really dug deep for. I, I've got to be honest here. I was stood and saw the Molly, Molly Cooper go amazing. Absolutely loved it. And the, the build up uh, in from Angelina, the build up from Trish Gold, three amazing, good impact players now at the front that we have. So we're not just relying on one, we've got like a whole plethora of people now who can just pull, on, pull out something out of the, out the door. But when I was, I was just watching the other end and I see the goal, the, the, goal, the ball moving towards and hits the post and then rolls back out to Chloe. My heart was in my mouth. It was like, no, but yeah, but it's great. Uh, football's like that, really. Yeah, no, it was uh, tantalisingly close, wasn't it? We, we likewise, us on the sideline, we we were praying that it it bounce off the post and and come back into Chloe's arms, and it, it just did. Look, we we had a little bit of luck on our side with that, and in, in prior games we haven't. So no. it was it was nice for a change to have that, and. Um, yeah, I, I think let, let's let's not kind of forget what a save it was from Chloe to get it on the post in the first first place. So uh, that as a that as a goalkeeper in those moments when you haven't had too much to do is is a massive massive challenge, massive ask. And she stayed concentrated and showed her experience by by then staying connected in that moment and making a save. Right, and hats off to Chloe. I mean, because she comes up from Reading, she works in a very big job, and she comes here. And she does a great job and then she goes back to work and it's like hats off to that family who support and we support her as well. And so, um, um, yeah, and you saw her on telly the week as well. It's even more exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Very more exciting. So there's like, it's great. It's great to hear. And I think there's a moment where um, people like Chloe and people like all the team, uh, feels like there's a, there's a nice gelling that's like still growing and going um, and looking forward to like a London Bees game. Now we'll talk about London Bees game in just a moment. But I hope we're going to talk to Zoe Barrett. Welcome back, Zoe Barrett. Yeah, Zoe, what what a player, and, and we're really pleased to have her here. Um, Zoe was with us uh, uh, within the RTC um, a few seasons ago, and then and then um, left for kind of yeah new new different challenge, uh, moving on to Ipswich, and she was there for three and a half years um, within their WSL academy, and, and obviously featured for their first team. But she. Um, Actually, we, we caught wind that, that there was a potential possibility of, of Zoe looking elsewhere, of wanting to get a little bit more game time. And, and uh, as you know, kind of she had a little bit of an injury struggle towards the end of the back end of last season, and, and that followed to the start of this season, which then impacted her game time. But um, look, she's we, we contacted her, kind of got it, got the um, got the signing over the line, which we're, we're delighted for. And, and it's a real, real delight to have a part of, part of the team um, and really excited to see what, what comes from it and, and what she can offer to the squad. There's definitely a freshness, isn't there, in having someone new, but actually someone who understands the MK way, having gone elsewhere, explored slightly, but coming back at a different level, surely that's got to be um, a, a great thing, um, a great story to tell, but also a great move for her as well. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think, um, look, Zoe, Zoe possesses bags of quality. I mean, when she was in the RTC, a final season, she scored 13 goals in 20 games. So that puts in perspective the quality she possesses. 
Um, she she's relentless as a forward um, and in full flow in full confidence is somebody that can get a goal from any part of the pitch so we're really really excited to, to have her as part of the squad as mentioned and looking forward to, to her growing in confidence offering her that game time that she don't so desperately uh, so desperately wants and, and in all honesty deserves oh and even just watching her in the last few games and uh, welcoming her to the squad um we've seen little patches of impact and i think you know getting in between getting around and i think yeah it'll be great to see how that just momentum grows in that sort of those particular areas as well yeah yeah no definitely i think um look it's going to be one that's going to take a bit of time yes. to get back up to speed because obviously as we said absent from from a lot of um, football kind of last season and, and the start of this one but but look she's here she's working hard and, she, and she's ready to give it a full effort perfect let's talk to zoe right now brand new signing zoe barrett welcome i should say not even welcome it's a welcome back how do you feel yeah it's good um Obviously left here when I was 16 to go and play for Ipswich. But yeah, it's great to be back. Great to be back around the girls and playing again. So yeah, very excited. And playing again because you were injured. Yeah, I got injured first game of the season against Portsmouth. Ten minutes in, I thought, oh no. It was my ankle. So I thought, I thought it was like a grade one sprain. Found out two weeks later it's a full rupture. So that was then three months out. But we're back now. So I'm back with back with us. Yeah, I'm back with MK Dons. So uh, let's go back then. To those early days when Zoe was a little girl, um, Zoe, who has inspired you? Why would you? Why would you end up playing football in the first place? Definitely have to be my dad. Okay. Definitely, he takes most of the credit. To be fair, when I was probably four years old, kicking a ball around the garden, going down the park. I'm a Cambridge United supporter as well. I used to go there when I was four, so he's definitely had a massive influence on me. We're growing up playing football. Were your friends playing football as well, or was it just you? Or um, yeah, so I started for a local girls team around my village, um, a lot of us played there. Then obviously moved to secondary school, we had a school girls team, so I was involved in that a lot. And then just grew from there, really. I just loved it from a young age, so yeah. How important was it that the school have those facilities? Because we're talking brand new generation now, like football is cha has changed, the scene of football has changed, and gratefully, good in good ways, that the women's game has changed as well. So having football at school and just for girls has got to be a good thing. I think it's massive, I think nowadays, schools have to have girls football i think we've seen in the euros in the summer how they had a massive influence on like schools and girls playing football so i think it's just important that keeps growing and growing how important is it for you to then pass that on to another generation yeah i think it's nice to be seen as a bit of a role model as well so also the young girls who want to get into football and play i think it's nice to be seen as like a role model for them and they're like they're like their inspiration so i think that's massive as well so tell me about that first team that you were involved in that when you joined our, the RTC, right, uh, MK yeah. Dons, where did that come from and how, how did you get involved? Because you're obviously involved in your own village, but what made you look further afield? Yeah, so I was at a grassroots team and I was probably what would have been 13, 14. Then I thought I want to go and trial at an RTC and just see like what there is. So trial at MK Dons, then was there for two years and it was just, it was a great experience to go from that grassroots to that next, le that next level. So it was a great jump for me to have that and my development improved so much in those two years I was at the RTC. So yeah, I loved it. What sort of things were you learning that you weren't learning at grassroots? I think it's just more about the game in general. I think the tactical side of it, the coaching is a lot better. I think you're obviously playing against better players as well, so you improve your game overall. And I think, yeah, it was just, and training more as well. So that's a massive part of it as well. 
did you see a difference in yourself as a player? Yeah, I think when I went there, I think that's when I finally realised I was 14, I want to be a footballer. Like, okay. I think from that moment, I was like, do you know what, I've got it. I've, I've got the ability and believe in myself. Like, I think that's when it clicked to me that I want to be a footballer. So why why the move then at 16 to Ipswich? Were they just offering you something more than MK were, you, were doing? Or were you looking to broaden your horizons? Oh uh, Yeah, so I turned 16, that was obviously the last year of RTC, and I wanted to just look at my options. And I knew it was just started up there under 21s and that was in the WSL Academy League. So I thought that's a great option for me to even develop further after having a great two years at RTC football. But I, I loved that. My time there was amazing. Like we played in against Arsenal 21s, Chelsea 21s, like all the top teams in their like younger age group. So yeah, it was, it was, it was great. And that's got to improve your game. Oh, 100%. And, you, and even then, like you're, you can be spotted by England and stuff. I played for the England under 19s for a bit as well last season so it was massive those couple of years there that, that's got to make you feel uh, really important as well yeah definitely i think just being in the round with girls who play at that top level like is massive and it makes you feel like you're a part of that and you're good enough to be there so yeah really good 100 percent. you spotted seen and then you're playing and it's got to be um got to be a winner surely yeah 100 percent. i think anyone who's been playing i've worked all my life since i was a young girl just to be at, like play my best and i think to be sported and then to be chosen for like an England camp is just the best feeling in the world. That might be every girl's dream, right? They want to be a lioness. 100%. I think from a young age, all you want to do is just play the best you can, play for your country. Yeah, it's amazing. Have you met any England players? Um, and I, I went on to one of the camps when the Euros, the men's was, um, and we had a few of the men's players on the camp at the same time. So that was incredible. Just to see like Harry Kane just walking around the corridor, like it's unbelievable. They must inspire you as well, then. Oh, hundred percent. The men and the women. I love the men's game as well. Like growing up, supporting Cambridge United, watching them all the time, watching men's football, both sides. I love it. Who would you say has been your biggest inspiration? If you could just name one. Um... It's quite a few. Like, it's a few Cambridge United players, but okay. like, we're not going to discuss them. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, but I thought Fran Kirby, growing okay. up for a like, women's player, she's definitely been an inspiration of mine. Um, Lionel Messi, Phil Foden, like attacking number 10s, like I look up to them a lot. Always played where you played? I played in quite a few positions, to be okay. fair. When I was, at Cambridge, I was at Cambridge United when I was younger, played left back for a bit. Then came to MK Dons, was RTC and played number nine. Played in the wing a few times, played as a 10, so quite a versatile player. Has that shaped you over the last few years to say, I'm now in the position where I am most at ease? Yeah, I think it's good to play a range of positions. Yeah. Like, it gives you different like scenarios, different pictures, like playing on the right, playing on the left, but it's my left foot, but it's my right foot. Like so many different things that just like helped me with my development over the years. And be dexterous with feet. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. That's great. Great. But then you're playing, um, like, so, uh, game on Sunday. You're there on the right, Trish on the left, Ange in the middle, Molly's there as well. Favourite position there at that point? I like playing centrally. Okay. But, like, I don't, I, I don't mind playing that one. In the attacking areas, I don't mind. As long as I'm in, on the pitch and playing, that's all that really matters to me. That's a good attitude to have, yeah. obviously. So, we were shouting for you, Zoe, and you were very welcome to come back to uh, MK Dons. Is it weird coming back to the club that you were RTC now? Not really. I think because I know quite a few of the coaches like, yeah. from when I was there previously. So it's kind of, I've just settled in really well. I think because I knew a few of the girls as well and the coaches, it's just been really easy for me. A bit of ribbing about the fact that you were at Ipswich the last few years? Yeah, there's been a few little comments, <laughs> a few little ones, but it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, it is football. It's football. Yeah. And, and like you say, it's the playing on the pitch that makes a difference. Exactly. And, and remember who you're playing for, right? Surely. Yeah, exactly. You'll be like, you know... Um, 
playing against Egyptians and realise you're, you're with a teammate from past and go, oh, oh no. So, yeah. yeah. Now you're back at Don's, you're here for a while, obviously, to, to, to play and to grow and settle in because um, we've seen you in the last few games. And I think you've, just, you've really made some impact um, going forward, especially in that, those uh, central positions like you like you just spoke about, actually. That's interesting you've mentioned that as well. So wh- what are your hopes and dreams for Don's? I think for the rest of the season, just me getting game time, getting minutes, hopefully helping the team like, climb the table, um, end the season strong. I think for me, just trying to like, contribute as much as I can with goals and assists. Rumour has it you've scored quite a few goals when you were at RTC. Yeah, I think I scored, I can't remember how many it was now, but quite a few in my last season I was there, so love scoring goals. Do you score much for Ipswich? Yeah, I think I can't remember how many I scored, but I scored quite a few last season, definitely. Okay. Does that make you put pressure on yourself to, to try and score again, or are you actually quite good at being a team player? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of pressure, obviously, if you're an attacking player to score goals, but I'm definitely a team player, definitely unselfish, and I think... Because I put so much hard work into it, I know that it will just pay off eventually. If I keep working hard, I will just end up scoring goals because you can't put in so much hard work and then don't get much out of it. So that's my yeah, mindset. Have a go. Exactly. How many times do you see I Honestly, I will say this to every player, shoot, why? Because they're off their line. They're so often off their shoot, line. You don't score. You, I, I, thank you, Zoe. This Sunday, right, when we're playing London Bees and you go, you hear me going, no. And you're like, hang on, I've just come on the pitch. <laughs> but you know what I mean? They're always off the line. Always. Yeah. Zoe, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. So uh, Don's finishing strong will be very good this season. And you're in time for a cup. Yeah. Cavs Cup final. That's got to be exciting, right? A bit of silverware? Definitely. Always love a bit of silverware. Love a bit of silverware. And you can say you were part of the team as well, which is excellent indeed. Yeah. So uh, London Bees, tell me, what's, what, what's the score? Come on, a little prediction. I'm going to go... Because you must have played London Bees yeah, a couple of times already. I've with... played them a couple of times. I'm going to go 3-0. Yeah. yeah. Solid. Your name on the sheet, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Zoe, one thing, three things about you that we don't know. You you play for it, so we should know that. We know you love Cambridge. Ooh. And yeah. um, we know you play the RTC. But what are, what are the three, is three things that we have literally no idea? Um, I like cricket and Formula One. Oh, like yeah. both at the same time. That would be oh, great. Yeah. That would be a great mix, right? I mean, yeah. you could get from one stump to another yeah, very quickly. Very quick. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Um, cricket for uh, why? Um, I think I just I don't know. I just started watching it one day on okay. TV and then just got into like both of them. Okay. Um, are we talking full test cricket? Or are we talking oh, yeah. hundreds? Test cricket. Test yeah, I think because well. my dad used to always watch it. Sure. He, so like, obviously, he'd just be on, and I'd just be watching it. I think, oh, I think I, then I started liking like certain players, like Jerry Root and that. And I just, yeah. I just like watching it. So. Have you been to a game? No, I haven't. It's always on TV. You honestly, I'm telling you, you need to take. Do I? Cushion. <laughs> two cushions, thermos flask, like everyone else does, right? And because you've got to take. What I love about cricket is it's one of those relaxing games that you can yeah. relax and enjoy, but actually get moments of madness. Yeah. And fun and excitement. I feel at home you can go away from it a bit. Yeah. If it gets a bit boring, at a game you kind of got to sit there and do you know what I mean watch the whole thing. So Formula One, your team of choice. McLaren. Okay, because. Lando Norris. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, decent. Maybe another a season starting very shortly. I used shortly. to like Sebastian Vettel. But. But he's gone now, isn't he? Yeah. So it's old news. Oh, <laughs> who is that guy? Name and shame. Uh, right, so cricket and, I'm going to count that as one, right? Because you said it very quickly. Okay, so um, that was uh, cricket and Formula One. Number two. Uh, ooh. Have a cat. Brilliant. Always had a cat. Yeah. It's called Amber. Amber. And is, um, uh, let, let's guess, Amber's ginger? Well, you'd think that. Okay. 
<laughs> She's actually black. Of course. Yeah. Because you'd have a cat called Amber yeah. that's black. <laughs> Brilliant. Did you name it? Yeah. Wow. How long yeah. have you had a? Uh, five years. I okay. Think now. So yeah. I, I always like cats. Always like pets. Have you? Um. No, not really. Oh. I think we only got one. Um. Because I think I don't really know why we got one. To be honest, I think we were like, oh, we really want a pet. And then we were like, oh, we have a look around. And then we just saw the one that just came to us, and we were like, right, we need to get that one because when they come to you, normally it's quite a good thing. So yes. So there you go. Amber is one. your cat. Yeah. Would you get another? I don't think so. I think when you have a love for one. You couldn't have it again. I, I feel that is honestly true. Because yeah. the cat becomes your... Well, you become theirs. Yeah. Don't we? That's yeah. how cats love. Uh, but no other pets? No. Never had another pet? No. Never had a hamster? No. Never had... Oh, no. What was that? No, they just smell. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and the cat looks... Never, never... You're more of a cat than a dog fan, then? I think because I've had a cat, yeah. If I already had a dog, I probably would change my mind. Sure, but okay. I haven't, so yeah. Only cats at the moment. Mm. Dogs are a bit more work, I think. Yeah. Leaves the cat to do itself. So they're perhaps so independent. They are. They could be reading during the day while we're out of work, we don't know. Uh, third thing. Oh, one more. Um, I took food tech. Oh. As a GCSE. Okay. Yeah. So how did you get on? Uh, got an A star. Oh, right. So like meal at yours. Yeah. What, 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 did you, you have a love of food, right? I think, I think it just, I, took, I loved it in like, just like year okay. seven, eight and nine. And then yeah. I just took it. I thought, I'm quite good at it. I'm quite good at cooking. Yeah. So I thought I'll take it as GCSE. And it's quite a good one to have, I think, as well, you know. D d exactly. <laughs> so Friday night, we're around at yours. What are you cooking? Spike bowl. <gasps> Favourite dish from yeah. scratch? Yeah. Okay, five, 10 or 15% mints. Oh, no, you're going into detail. I know, I know. I just know if you're like the fatty no, kind of mince kind of know. girl. Lean or your lean mints are five. Mince. Okay. Lean mints. So the fat helps. Yeah. It's not too good fat. A meal that you've always wanted to cook then? Uh, ooh, that you've never cooked yet? One. A curry. Ooh, curry yeah. from scratch, right? Yeah, from scratch. You've got to do it. You need to get those spices and pop them in the pan. And when you have it, uh, um, it's perfect. Favourite curry? Do you go out for curries? Uh, normally you just have like one you can make in the jar. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Stop there. Throw away those jars. They're full of like rubbish. But um, when, if you go out for a curry, what would you have? Probably tikka masala. Okay. Not too spicy. Not too, but flavoursome. Yeah. That's the key, right? Yeah. Flavour but not too spicy. Yeah. There's no point going for a um, tindaloo. Oh. Have you tried one? No. Have you tried a fowl? I'm not really good with spice. Oh, so okay, okay. Really. Not gonna do Let's that. stay with the tikka masala then. <laughs> Um, wow, that's that's great. Um, so, family, you said your dad, you talked a lot about your dad there. Dad comes to the games, mum comes oh, to the games. Dad takes me everywhere. Okay. I drive up and down the country, home and away. And Isn't it great? And my plays football as well. So oh, like, does he? Quite a big, like, okay. football in family. So, yeah. so, do you, like, split yourselves? I mean, did you rather play on Saturdays then? Uh, he plays Sundays, so sometimes mum will go with him. Wow. They'll switch it some weekends. But, yeah, it's quite quite hectic. Wow. Hectic weekends. That is. That is a hectic... Your dad needs to become part of the ultras. Yeah. It's like we are like we're there, we're supporting all the team, not just um one or two players. So it's brilliant. So yeah, very welcome to join the ultras. He's very welcome to be part of the uh, the sporting club. So do you prefer dad watching you or your mum? Um, I don't mind. Okay. I, I probably would say dad just because he probably has more footballing brain. Okay. But I don't mind mum watching me. Sure. So like you're on, the, you're on the drive on the way home. Is dad good with advice, or does he know when to not say something? No, he's very good with advice, and he is good with, like, if I've had, like, a bit of a 
off game, he'll know just, I know what I've done wrong. But yeah, he's very good with advice, so. Okay, good. Yeah, that's really good. Does he, has he ever run a team or is he? Yeah, he used to coach me when I was, my Blunderson team when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. team, he used to coach me then, so. So he's yeah. seen you from he young lady to... He loves coaching, oh, loves sure. football, obsessed, so... Does he have... Well, he should come here. Yeah. We might need him, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is really good. And um, so the football team of yourself is Cambridge? Yeah. Always Cambridge? Always been, unfortunately. No, it's okay. Yeah. Just not a really big yellow fan. Yeah, this year hasn't been great. Not for Cambridge. <laughs> Started off well. Yeah. Started off really well. Um... But yeah, last couple of months got a bit. Yeah. Do you ever take screenshots shots of the first league tables that oh, come out? All the time. <laughs> when you're like, yeah. That's what we are. We were top of the league for about half an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's exactly what I do as well. Exactly what I do. Uh, look, you're very welcome. Uh, we're so glad you're back uh, working with MK Dons. Looking really looking forward to seeing how you're going to get on the rest of the season. You come in at a great time. Because there's development going on, there's momentum going on, yeah. and there's real, there is potential, and there's absolutely no reason why. Maybe not this season, but next, you know, next season to look at championship. Yeah. Because definitely. there is momentum here, and there are players here of quality uh, that can take us to that next level, and you're one of them, right? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, so let's talk about London Bees is coming up this Sunday. Yeah. Oh, you must need a little, surely you want to just a breather, right? Just this week and before you get to London Bees or actually, is it a good thing that there's just another game in seven days? Yeah, you know what? We're looking forward to it. Another challenge um, and uh, there'll be another good side that we come up against. Look, every team in, in this league is, is challenging in their own right. Um, it's actually at the Hive, so we're, we're looking forward to, to oh, kind of playing out the Hive and, and, and playing there, I think. We're thriving off that that challenge that w that we've been thrown, uh, or keep being thrown rather. And I think the group are excited for it. We as staff are excited for it, and we're ready to step up to that challenge and hopefully put on another good display. Oh, absolutely! And that's what we look forward to every Sunday: seeing great team play and a team that wants to win. That's what we that's what we see. Uh, that's what we cheer for, and uh, we get excited for it as well. And so, seventh place isn't too bad in the league. No, no, yeah, sitting comfortably in seventh. We've we've obviously a couple games in hand, um, and we'd like to make use of that. And I think with the upcoming run, we'll definitely remain positive to that. And and I think we can make the most of it. Absolutely, we can't wait. Uh, right, Ethan, not bad actually. I mean, who's that, Charlie? Anyway, let's be honest. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Thanks for having me on. Um... <laughs> <laughs>